And so for me, it's how can I be a good communicator? How can I be a good like time management or like load management person? Like how can I make it feel for them to do the least amount of work but produce at a high value? Or like all they have to focus on is their art. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. We back. Never left nowhere, but you know, we back. It's your boy, Darius Shavar. Notes of self, the pod. And you know, you know what we do. Notes, tips, and tricks to get you better where you at. You know what I mean? And uh, with me, I got the coach with me today. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm going to throw it to him. Let him introduce himself. Uh, coach, let the people know who you are, man. What's going on, man? Justin Causey. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me in the space, man. Real jazz vibes going on in the background. I love it. For sure. For nah, sure. man. Uh so I guess, yeah, one of my nicknames and monikers is <laughs> Coach. Uh, man, nah, like I said, my name is Justin Causey. I do artist management. Um, basically looking at it as like coaching a basketball team. Um, and I'm I'm honored, honored to be here. Um, I also do a lot of like creative expansion and like uh, entrepreneur work. I do some like brand consulting and like. Uh, marketing for Cashville. Shout out my boy Los. Okay, shout and out Gorsa. Um, and then you know, just anything else I can get my hands on, anything I can create. I like to bring dreams to reality, type of thing. Like to, you know, I'm very supportive. I like to yeah. just like push my friends to do dope shit. Yeah, that's dope as hell. Because like, I mean, that's really what the whole how I got into the whole podcasting space. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just that, like that last sentence right there, just helping your friends and encouraging everybody else to do dope shit. Like, because it, it takes a team. And yeah. So that's why I like the the coach. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, being a manager, that is what it is. Especially you got multiple artists. We'll get into the artists that you manage later on. Yeah. For sure. But like having multiple artists, you got to be able to know. Especially in the music You gotta be able to know Who plays what position Whose strengths Whose weaknesses And even yourself You really gotta be in tune With yourself To be able to manage Other people man. Nah most definitely And that took some learning But like Back to that Having a position In like all the team And you know It's all basketball references Yeah, yeah. And like us We are huge basketball fans A lot of us play basketball Yeah We still play basketball We still hoop We still run So like Black City runs We about that We got yeah. hoopers on the squad you know <laughs> For sure. And so like We look at it as basketball We have a whiteboard For all the yeah. plays You know We have a coaching staff Which is our management team yeah. I'm not the only manager It's three of us wow. But I'm the one that's day to day That everybody sees all the time yeah. You know So yeah. That's why everybody knows me for that But it's real deal Like we look at it as like Alright The plays are the rollouts Or the plays are yeah. like What they're working on And like practice is Practice You yeah. know Them recording And like Even shows are practice You know For yeah. games You know Big big games You know The yeah. big ones And so like We are Very very deep In basketball culture And it shows Through this And you know Figuring out each artist's position and like figuring out each person's position in this huge conglomerate that we have yeah. is like so important because it allows people to function properly and not overstep boundaries or like not try to do too much work or like take on yeah. a major workload. It just allows them to know their play position when their number gets called. They yeah. do they they run their play. They understand. They execute. We score. We get back on defense and we get yeah. back to the boards. You That's know. It. Yeah. So it's like. Again, it really is just understanding. All right, bet this is a team effort. Yeah, let's figure out how we can conquer this. Yeah, and that's live. Like the, and that's something I'm learning now. Just being like entrepreneur and you know doing stuff on your own. Like you learn the importance of leverage, mm-hmm. right? And how you have to have 
supporting supporting members like you can't do everything by yourself like you can you cannot you can you know try to do as much as you can but at the end of the day it's going to get to a point to where you're tapped out or you're overworked and you're too stretched out and you and you can't do that so i had to learn that from from personal <laughs> personal experiences you know what i'm saying but i'm getting better at it you know i'm, I'm working and, and continuing to build at that man so that's how long you been in management man man so like five going on six years like wow. 20 yeah 2014 2015 Damn. and it started with one like it started with black son my yeah. boy my brother like yeah, it started with him yeah. and he actually asked me to manage him mm. you know and like i had no preference i had no understanding of it no nothing but like his older brother and i were co-workers at nike yeah and he would you know play his play me his music or like we would share music back and forth and yeah. just you know music lovers and he told me i had a little brother that rap and i didn't take anything of it whoop dee whoop dee whoop it's a very long story but yeah. at the end of the day my homie had a show i was working the show because i put it together with his brother and then later that night at an after party he was just like hey just say yes and I was like, to what? And he like, just say yes. And he's like, be my manager. And that was it. And so wow. it took like about a year, two years, really all of this time to like really figure out how to do it. I can't even say how to do it properly because it's still a learning experience. But yeah. like, it really took me like bunkering down and like I lived with them, yeah. moved out of my crib, stayed with them for like a year and like really day to day, like learning how to move and like watching straight YouTube yeah. management videos, reading books, rap radar interviews. Shout out Elliot Wilson. Shout out yeah. B Dot. For sure, for like sure. really watching things just to like get an understanding of like how to move in the music industry or how to move as a you know manager. Or like yeah. the ins and outs. Reading straight manage like music management or management or music industry uh, books. Like everything you need to know yeah. about the music industry or like. A management's hand guide, yeah. leadership, like anything to like really understand the role of being a person that people look to yeah. to help them, you know? And so it just was like a, a learning experience to get here. And then like as it went along, all the homies started coming through. We had a house out in Antioch yeah. and like Sean had a recording Everything was in his bedroom So yeah. like he was sleeping in his room And recording in his room Still yeah. the same More space But really tight knit yeah, yeah. Yo that's the best method it's Exactly the best. It's the best man And all the homies were coming through And like That's where I met Ro And like yeah. uh, Josephine Jojo And like I remember the day Where like Jojo was like Hey I'm finna go make beats Like I'm finna learn How to make beats And he disappeared for a month And then came back <laughs> yeah. Like he literally said He'll tell you today He'll be like bro I locked myself in the closet Man. And learned how to make beats And came out And was making Some of the hardest beats ever And then I remember With Ro Like he would be In the kitchen In the living room He'd be working on beats Making production Like it was just Another workhouse Yeah Like the first edition Of the compound To what we have now Yeah But like It was just All the homies Were coming around And then it just Worked out that like I was the person that like they would send people to like you know handle their yeah. affairs or like show bookings or like what they had to do like I was just a person that helped organize yeah. things for them yeah. and help them flesh out ideas and like the roster that we have you want to go into that now? yeah yeah that's yeah, perfect that's yeah. perfect yeah because okay. I wanted to get into the roster because you started saying names and it's, yeah. and it's cool because it's not just artists you know what I mean mm -hmm. like it's, and it's a lot that that you're doing so mm -hmm. yeah like that to start from just that one artist on accident pretty mm -hmm. much just to get into it mm -hmm. and like not know but you had to take that time and do that research to develop to where you are now still growing but but where you are now so yeah. you know, who, who are all the artists that you work with um so 
I am the operations manager, day-to-day operations for Black City Management and Black City Recordings. And we have a roster of artists, uh, The Black Sun, Ro Marquez, Brian Brown, OG The God, Josephine, who is a producer, and then Devon Dope, who's a songwriter and uh, recording artist. And those are all the homies, all my yeah. brothers, all my day ones. And so all of them have always been around like i i met brown when he he used to work at chipotle on west end and like back in college and like you know rogue came around hoop hooping og i i met like these are all my brothers from day one no no rare shit and we've just built this roster of fucking monsters you know like (laughs) we go around and be like we're the 96 bulls you know like we are really out here hooping and really out here to like Get some rings Yeah and like That's so cool bro Like that's super cool Cause the fact that Y'all were able to build a team Just with the people That that surrounded Mm y'all Like you know what I mean Like you didn't really Everybody like going back To what we was talking about earlier Everybody has their role And their Mm -hmm. position And so y'all are able to work the coolest thing to me Like even when I got into A background by myself Of doing music You know what I'm saying We talked about it a little bit Previously off mic But coming from that music background It was me My homie Sticky My homie John Like yeah. we all It was just us three It's my homie Sticky produced I write My John, my homie John write Produced mm-hmm. I was really just like A writer rapper Kind of the face of the thing Yeah But we were able to Work together In such a cohesive thing That we were able to create Some music Never released it But the, the stuff we were doing And creating by ourselves Was was amazing yeah. And so to, to see that Y'all have Like you said The 96 Bulls Y'all got a squad squad Bruh. And it's all just like In-house homies That really just took their role Seriously And, and decided to to level up And, and do that And our coaching staff bro Is like Like I said It's not just me yeah. In management But our staff bro Is like it's two others, our homie Mike, who is, you know, Black's brother, his older brother, and like he's a business manager. Yeah. And then our homie Eric, aka Woot, and he's yeah. like our business attorney lawyer yeah. out of Atlanta. And like that's our homie who just knows how to move the music industry and move in and out. And like yeah. he's the one that like he'd be calling the plays and everybody be like, all right, cool. Like we called it, so let's run let's run it, you know? And so like it's the three of us, chain of command. And just like I'm the one that's just with the artist all the time. Like I'm just there to make sure product gets handled and yeah. like make sure reps get handled, make sure that like all the content is done and like make sure they get where they need to be, email yeah. sent, you know, all of that. And then everybody else is just like, all right, cool, like let's review it, let's handle it, or like these are the things we need to get done. Boom, boom, boom. Hand it out. Yeah. All right, go for it. That's it. And that's so like with all that, because with being Going from one artist to, I mean, y'all got a whole squad, you got a whole team now. Mm-hmm. Like, what are because that's that's a lot, bro. Like, even being with those several artists, right? Mm-hmm. One one artist doing merch, getting products together is a mm-hmm. lot. So to have multiple artists, what are like some challenges and stuff you had to overcome to, in order to be able to produce at the production level that you are now? So I can tell you off rip. First thing is like all of this music management, artist management is about communication, like honest Mm. communication. Mm. If you can't communicate with your artist or they can't communicate with you, all of this thing's gonna fall apart. Like all of this shit's gonna fall apart because they're gonna be moving and handling stuff without talking to you and telling you. And then when it's gonna come up, you're gonna be surprised and thrown off and be like, how do I manage this? Because management is all about having a product to manage. Mm. You know, you can't just be out here pushing air you can, but yeah. you gotta like really understand what it is. <laughs> yeah, what the air you is. You know, <laughs> and so um, with 
different artists, it like took time understanding how to work with one artist. Like it yeah. took time to like really learn and understand how black work and like really building that relationship and that comfortability of like open up with somebody and like share your creative ideas because at the end of the day they're all artists they're all sensitive about their shit they're all very like concerned to like their creations and for them to like open up and share it with somebody it takes a lot of trust it takes a lot of like um confidence and it takes a lot of vulnerability like vulnerability yeah you know it's like okay i'm finna share something with somebody I, i don't want them to tell me it sucks but if they do okay why or like what can I do to make it better? Like, I'm never a person with any of them to be like, hey, that shit sucked. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, because they don't make bad music. Yeah. They don't. It's all of it's like, go at it blank. They make music that they hear for themselves and it's right. their expression. So it's like, all right, cool. How can we build on it? How can we make it better? Yeah. How can we make this like even more intense? So like your listeners are like, this is undeniably really good music. Yeah. And like as a manager, it's all about being a support system, you know, because like at the end of the day, they're out here not necessarily floating, but they're out here just trying to make music so they can be like really push themselves yeah. to the masses, if you will. And so for me, it's how can I be a good communicator? How can I be a good like time management yeah. or like load management person? Like how can I make it feel for them to do the least amount of work, but produce at a high value or like all they have to focus on is their art? Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's it. They're just supposed to rap. Like they're supposed to just get their bars off and go relax. Yeah. All the other shit is for me to handle, and then they just got to show up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And where they came with everybody else, it was just like, okay, bet how how do you manage this person? Because it's managing personalities too. Yeah. Like okay, how do you manage this person? How do you work with this person? But all my homies are relaxed. They homies. Yeah. And we all have separate group traps group chats with each individual artist and we have a big one so it's like the squad and then coaching staff and player and it's just like all right what you want to work on what you want to do or where you at and like we just do check-ins yeah and it's just like really a functioning kind of like grid of okay bet this is what you want to do how can we work together to get to it and how can we get it done as an end result yeah and then what ideas do you have moving forward yeah, that's dope as hell, dog. Like yeah. that's super dope. Cause like in the ability to have, like looking at it from an artist perspective, first, mm-hmm. like that's incredible to have somebody that like in that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I'm cool enough to where you understand that, bro. I really just want to get these bars off. Mm-hmm. I want to make these beats. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I hear. This is what I see. This is my canvas. Hear you, what you think. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to not only not to not bash it, but to Encourage and build on it You know what I'm saying Even if I make a beat And it's trash Like it's like Alright It's not hitting like that But how can we get better Like yeah. I feel like A lot of people miss that When it comes to Especially like in today's time With the internet It's and stuff so like easy that. It's so easy And then people like But having somebody there To not only Because crit- criticism is great mm-hmm. If it's done right mm-hmm. I feel like it's an art To critiquing mm-hmm. And a lot of people Don't really understand that Especially yeah. when it comes to art Because yeah. you can't You can't tell somebody What they see You can't mm-hmm. tell somebody What they hear But to be smart enough to get in tune to where okay to see that perspective of where that person's coming from whenever they wrote this song or whenever they made that beat it opens it up and it was like okay so it helps it make more sense and like that right there is an art within itself so i commend you on that bro for sure especially with having a bunch of artists and to be able to do that it's it's an art to it bro and like you said you know um to be able to like handle or manage and work with multiple people you have to be like okay with yourself and like 
that's always been one thing. Is like that's a very major thing. Is like I'm a very selfless person. Yeah. Like I'm a very just like I love seeing my friends shine. Yeah. You know, I shine through my friends because yeah. like. I love having talented people around me because yeah. it makes me better. You know, it feeds on me because like I do multiple things, mm. and like it goes back to the time like when my uncle dropped me off here for college. He was just like, "Hey, your last name is Causey. Somebody might know me when they like hear your name, so make sure it's for good reason." Mm. So it's like I've always prided myself on like if anybody knows me, it's for good reason, and yeah. like if anybody. Brings my name up is something good, nothing negative, because your name travels far, and it, especially here, that's important, you bro. know. And that's like, so important, yeah. Managing my friends, bro, is like the only reason a lot of this is happening, or like, or not even saying that like any of their deeds because they're happening on their own merit, but like anything else happening is like because somebody had my name or said, oh, well, you know, Kazi does yeah. this, or like, you know, Kazi works with so and so, and they're like. Oh, I do mess with him. He is okay. a really good yeah, dude. Okay, bet. Okay. Let's give him this opportunity or like give his people this opportunity and like put their name out there. And like, I'm always forever thankful that like I'm okay with myself first because you can't be out here just like treading around acting like you know good or like, yeah. you know. And also, forgot i'm rambling (laughs) no no it's good because like that's important because we talked about it outside like before Mm -hmm. we started recording like just the that's just good conversation you know what i'm saying it opens up a whole lot more because like like you said like you you have to be able to manage yourself first Mm -hmm. so like with all these other artists and doing all that stuff like how do you cause you stay motivated in order to be the best you that you can be in order to bring that to your artist bro well like i can tell you like i had a, a switch flip for me like three years ago and that was like we were start just starting out, but like I got into like this crazy ass car accident, and I was immobile for like six months away from the squad, and like I had to like really sit back. I did my own rehab, all that yeah. shit, broke my foot and ankle in two places, and so like I was away, and I had to really figure out like okay, what am I doing in this? You know, because yeah. like when you invest your life or something, like when you invest your life into something, and you're not doing it, you kind of feel like alone you feel like what am i like what am i doing out here for real like i had to really sit with myself in that period of time and just be like okay what am i offering to the world like who am i as a person and like what can i do to not only make myself better but like to put better into the world yeah so like i went through like a period of that and then when i came back i just hit the ground running with them and just like being a better person to them and like being very focused driven on like nah people are going to see how great you guys are this is what i'm gonna do to know and show it and then when you do that non-stop and like pouring into other people and doing it then you be like okay shit how who how i've been pouring into me you get empty man you get empty and so like sometimes i'll have to take like a day or two and just like lock myself in my room and just like recharge watch movies you know or like Listen to my music to myself, you know, just like really sit down with myself and be like, okay. And then other times, I'll just like dip, yeah. like I'll just <laughs> dip from the from the crib for the city for like a weekend or like yeah. half a week or something, and just like get out and go somewhere else. And like I had to do that recently, like I just had to dip out to Colorado because like every day was like the same, and it got to a point yeah. where I was just like, yo, I don't know what day it is. I'm going to the studio every single day. I'm going to like an event or a meeting or like I'm yeah. answering all these. And I was just like, okay, 
where am I at? <laughs> and yeah. so I went out to Colorado, um, one to like go visit some friends. And then my younger cousin just got a new job out there. So I went to go visit her, check on her, make sure she was good. And then two of my homies just asked me like a couple weeks prior, they were like, yo, you trying to go to a show? And I was like, what show is it? And they were like, it's Katronada at Red Rocks. And they were just like, tickets are on sale now. We're going to go for a day. You can stay with us. And I was like, I already be out there. So run it. And they're like, okay, just extend your flight. So I extended my flight and we were just like, we going. So... Sunday fucking came, bro, and we went there. We went to Red Rocks, and like Red Rocks is thirty minutes outside of Denver. Oh, and wow. so you know, Denver when you get in there, it's everything spread out, but it's like really quaint. But all you see is mountain ridges off to the side. Like you see the mountain peaks are just like snow on top, just far out in the distance. But then when you're driving through, you're going out, going up to Red Rocks, and then like it's different sections. Of the seating So based on the section That you have They'll take you on Which side of the mountain Oh So okay. yeah, That's cool We were on like the We were on the bottom Bottom right Well bottom left side And so they took us up And they're like Alright this is your section You get out And we had to hike the mountain So we hiked the mountain For a little oh, bit wow. Chilled And then there's these steps That take you all the way up to it Cause the amphitheater Is like inside the cradle Of the mountain Yo, That sounds dope as hell Nah bro it's wild Like I was reading on it too And they're like they said the city of Denver bought it from a dude in like the 1900s for like $54,000. And he just built it because he wanted to like put an amphitheater in a mountain. Like he just wanted to have venues in the mountain. So we hiked up the mountain. We hiked it up, took the steps and the steps were fucking crazy because it's like elevated oxygen. You're, you fucking breathing heavy. You in a mountain. Yes. <laughs> you in the middle of a mountain. Red rocks going stupid. So we're sitting there. And they don't open the gate until 6. It's like 5 o'clock. So we're sitting outside eating like mangoes and shit, blueberries, hitting like little vape pens. Yeah. And so... Enjoying the atmosphere. Yeah, enjoying you know, the atmosphere. It's just yeah. sitting... And like you can kind of see like... You can kind of see like the roadway. So you'll see like a car pass every once in a while, but it'll be little as shit. And then you'll like look out in the distance and you'll just see the city of Denver like all the way yeah. out there. So we're just sitting there hanging out and it's me, Looney, and their nephew... And then it's like these two other people that are just sitting there with us. And we're just cool. And they finally let us in. And they're like, all right, cool. Y'all can go in. And it's, um, it's all odd rows. So they had everybody a row apart. And they're like, yeah, the front's y'all. So like, y'all can go right in. So we're right up at the front. Literally, like, stage us. And then, like, it's row, like half a row up. And so we're just sitting there chilling. Nigga, it's cold as shit. Which I forgot to say, like we just got hoodies on and long sleeves, yeah. bro. You're in a mountain, Damn. elevated I ain't up. Even think about that. Exactly, bro. Everybody else is wearing like Gore-Tex, fucking like weather pants, yeah, North Face Gore- hoodies, yeah, shit North Face yeah, jacket, zipped up hoodies, like jacket, jacket. And we're like, what the fuck? And we're sitting there, bro. It starts hailing. Oh, like damn. hail, like fucking mini rocks of hail are coming down. Some of us have ponchos. I got like this trash bag over me, like it's a bubble, and we're just sitting there, just like letting it go by. Then after it starts hailing, Sango comes out. Oh yeah, that's loud. Sango starts performing. There's this chick next to me. Her name is like Di. We met her. She said, "Hi, my name is Di," and we were like, "Huh?" And she was like, "Die, like death." And we all looked at each other like, "Bro, what?" Like. Yo, this lady's wild. And this is the lady that was there before the gates opened. So we were just chilling. So she had the full get up, bro. Like I'm talking, she had track pants, sweatpants, wishy pants, Gore-Tec pants. Oh, so she, was, she, was she had 
fucking tank top, fucking t-shirt, long sleeve hoodie, wishy yeah. jacket. Like, so she was set up, like, ready. And she was like, okay, you know, this is going to be a great night. You're going to have so much fun. And we we're like, all right, cool. Like, we're nice, you know, nice to meet you. Like, we got our little section. So Sango comes out, bro. The music starts going. He's grooving. Shit's vibing out. She's over to the side. I wish y'all could see me because, like, she's fucking, like, MC Hammer dancing. I'm oh, crazy. Yeah. Bro, next thing you know, all that shit come off. I'm talking the whole outfit, bro. She down to a tank top and Gore-Tex hoodies just, like, fucking grooving, going crazy. Then, like, halfway through every set change, bro, she's doing, like, yoga, doing wow. fucking ankle rehabilitation, like, doing ankle. She done wrapped her ankle twice, unwrapped every time, bro. Then, like, taking a nap. And, like, me, Looney, and, like, everybody are just, like, yo, she's going crazy. She's like, my best life out here. Bro, so she's doing that the entire concert. But anyway, like... Um, Patronata comes out probably like nine o'clock. Yeah. And at this point, nigga, we done, we smoked, we got hella tree in there. For sure. Colorado. Took some some fucking shrooms. Oh, yeah. Y'all having a time. Yes, bro. Vibed out. Time, time. Music's going crazy. So, like, Patronata comes out, bro. You turn around, G. Like, cause at this point, I forgot to turn around. Cause, like, we're so engulfed to, like, front stage having a fucking vibe. We turn around, bro, and it's fucking. Crazy, like Damn. it's only twenty five percent capacity too. Like it was Red Rocks at twenty five. They can fit like an astronomical number of people. Yeah. So you turn around, bro, and it's still hella motherfuckers in here just grooving, dancing their ass off. Like man, it was some people next to us that were dancing. It was people behind us. Like uh, this dude was dressed in a full like Native American garb, like Yo. headdress, poncho, like full out get long hair braided, and was just. Grooving, getting it. K. comes out, bro, and doesn't say a word for 45 minutes. Just straight music. Damn. Like 45 minutes into his set, he's just like, Red Rocks, how we doing? And everybody just blows up. And like he continues going. He's got visuals on like a whole thing's going stupid. It was wild, bro. And then like he ends his set, but then comes back like trying to get it going because everybody's cheering him on, just yelling, like hyping him up. And did an encore. You see him walk off. He comes back, pulls up his laptop, and tries to set it up to do an encore. And, like, they took the sound down so quick that he couldn't connect. Uh, and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, he just, like, bowed and, like, you know, showed so much love. Bruh, when I tell you a flood of people came down that motherfucking steps and, like, bum-rushed, this, like, almost yeah, bum-rushed the stage. Y'all up front this whole time. Bro, we were in the front the entire time. So, like, we're looking right at him. And, like, he came around the corner and, like, all this, bro, people... Brant bam rushed that shit and security was like, nah, get out. Everybody get out. Damn. So then when you walking out, bro, you remember you on the side of a fucking mountain. Like you've been in a in a mountain for I forgot. I was, exactly. You, you telling me the story. And I don't like, you I don't forgot. You've been in oh, and like not only that, bro, it hailed, it rained, it snowed. It was all four seasons within that like four to five hours. And you sit show. next to death the whole time. Yes. The fuck out of here. Come yes. on, man. Come Who was on. dancing her ass off. Right. And then like <laughs> Midway through the show, bro, she turned to me and she was just like, oh, my God, like, I just want to let you know that, like, I'm, like, sober and I didn't, like, I made the bad mistake of, like, not taking any drugs before I got like, do you have any that you can share with me? And I was like, you could have fooled me because you've been yeah. going crazy this whole time. Yo. And I did not know you were sober. And I was like, well, I'm out of my shrooms, but, like, I got some weed. And she was like, oh, well, thank you so much. And I was just yeah. like, 
that's hey, all I got that's, for that's you. All, that's all I got. That's it. That's but all like, I got. When we walk out, bro, so you walk down these fat ass flight of stairs, everybody lit, everybody yeah. fucking gone. Yeah. So you walk back down, and so they got this little zone for like your section lift pickup. Oh, so everybody's okay. trying to call lift. Looney's calling one. Tot's like, you know, calling one. And so Tot and her group of friends finally get one. Looney doesn't, but she thinks she has it. Like, she thinks she has it. So we're sitting out there waiting like 20 minutes long gone by. And she's like, I think, I think. She's like, damn, it didn't connect. So we like, we just sitting out here for 20 minutes. And then like the group, and then like Todd and her group of friends are like, oh, you know, we got seven minutes. And I'm like, mm, seven minutes. Okay. All right. Bro, they lift pulls up. While we're sitting outside, bro, it's like groups, pockets of people chilling. Yeah. Bro, people are wilding the fuck out. I'm talking like girls are yelling at each other. They're like, what are you in body right now? Are you a kitten? Are you a are you a fucking dolphin? Everybody, like, everybody is losing losing it. Like, yeah, niggas is drunk as hell. Like, everybody's like falling down the side of the mountain. Like, people are driving past just yelling. I'm like, oh, yo. And this is all of us from fucking Nashville. Yeah, we, just, <laughs> we just like, hey, I'm so happy we're here together right now. Bro, so the lift pulls up and as the lift pulls up, Tot and them get in. I was like, hey, we finna hijack this shit. Like, everybody just get in. We all go into the same hotel. Tell us no. No, they can't. <laughs> so, no. like, three people get in the back. Uh, Looney gets in the front, and me and her nephew just hop in the back in the hatchback. And as we getting in, a girl's like, that's not your fucking Uber. And she, like, stops in front of it and, like, is trying to stop the Uber from leaving. And she's like, no, this is our. And the dude's just like, what do I do? And we're like, drive. <laughs> Bro. Nigga, we peels off the mountaintop, bro, and we're just looking at it. We're like, bro, what the fuck did we just witness? And like, we get back to the crib. It's like 11 30, 12. Dude. Niggas' flights are like at four in the morning. So we get back to the crib. Everything's closed. We just eating like like beef noodles that <laughs> we that we heated up in the hotel room. Get like an hour of sleep. Still faded. Then get up, did to the airport, and like they left early. I sat in the airport from like five till nine o'clock for my flight to leave, bro. And now we back, but like that's the type of shit that I have to do to recharge my battery. So that's important though, because like that that shit right there, that whole fucking story, right? It's so important because you got to do whatever it is that any, anybody out there listening, right? You right. got to do shit to because the whole model was the shows, right? You can't pour from an empty cup, like you can't. And so in order And that's a wild ass story Like all of that shit That just happened Like bro You you overflowing That right was now, my bro. Sunday bro yeah, And that man, was Sunday That's not even including The rest of the yeah, weekend bro man. I, During the show bro I was FaceTiming everybody Like I was yeah. FaceTiming All the homies I was like <laughs> Cause I'm a person That like goes And like has fun I like I go up Cause that's only When my mom taught me Like yeah. when we go on vacations Just go have fucking fun Yeah So I'm FaceTiming them And I want my friends To experience it yeah. Cause they're not there Bro I was calling niggas Like every 5-10 <laughs> minutes I was just like Look at this shit And like These niggas would be like Oh my god And then I put it on Lady Die And that's Getting crazy <laughs> go And they be dying laughing Go ahead He's like bro You are cheesing so hard right now I said boy I'm lit Yeah like, I'm having life right I'm living life right now Nah it's stupid Shout out all my Denver homies Shout out the ringleader homies, y'all showed me so much love. Man, that shit was that shit was wonderful, bro. Shout out I to Colorado. Denver. Yeah, I, I, got, I gotta get out there, man. My, my older brother went out. He he lived out there for a little bit, man. He he just he told me like, yo, it's it's cool. It's it's, it's a cool little vibe out there. Like, it's like I want to go out there and, and and see it and and live it. Living here in Nashville and going out there, it's quaint. Like it's not yeah. as big as everybody thinks it is. Like it's a big city, small city feel. You know, and oh, like okay. the neighborhoods are like really 
ducked off, but like houses are really stacked next to each other. Oh, Not okay. on the gentrification shit. Like they're just going through some of that, but like oh, on some damn. really like old nice houses just next to each other in neighborhoods. Yeah. Everybody's chilling. Like my homie uh Evan, shout out him. Like we I was chilling with him all day. We we went bar hopping, doing yeah. bars. Then like we went back to his crib. He's a bartender too, so he was making drinks. Oh yeah, and we were chilling. Bro, we went on a bike ride to the park. Bro, the park was incredible. Like Man. they have everybody's out there being active as hell. Like everybody out there playing volleyball yeah. or some wild shit. Everybody out there just smoking, chilling. We riding bikes, bro. It's like this white lady behind us. She's on four wheel skates, but she's getting it. Like I'm talking backwards, grooving, oh, rolling, yeah, she side to side. And she's just like, she's like, Toke up, baby. Hey. We out here. And she's just riding past, bro, zooted off. Like, I'm assuming that's the energy for the whole city. Cause nah. Shotty, cause Shotty, you told me Shotty was out there sober. Bruh. Like really out there, like getting it. And that's the, and that's the, cause like, you know, Whenever you go to certain places, you know what I'm saying? Like, you pick up the energy of the city. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I'm assuming just from hearing your story, whenever you go out there to Denver, like, you pick up that energy. It's just like, yo, we laid back. We kick, we kicking it. We chilling nah, for it. Real. We having a good time. Because it was, like, it was early, and we were sitting outside all day. Like, the first spot we went to was, like, this little rooftop patio spot, and I had some crazy French toast. Yeah. And we just overlooked the city. Then we went to another bar, just sat outside. Then went to one of his jobs and sat outside, like, Union Station. Yeah. Trains passing by. People commuting, skating by. Roller skating, walking their dogs, like everybody just out, just yeah, walking, yeah. and it was just on some really like cool laid back shit. And I was like, I fuck with Denver, man. Like, that's, I fuck with it. That's super live. So like, you do, you go and take these travels and these trips. So like, those are your recharge moments. So mm-hmm. like, whenever you back home, like in the city, like whenever like you just touch back down, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, not too long ago. Like, do you have like a, a weekly ritual? Like when you can't take big trips like that yeah. to refill yourself back up, do you have like a because uh, yeah, it's note to self. So, do you have like a self ritual that you do whenever you don't have those big windows or you got a little bit of time? Yeah, it's like um, those days where like I'll take a day or two to myself and yeah. chill at the crib, or like my morning rituals. You know, like wake up, stretch, workout. You know, just to be in that mind zone of like, okay, I did things for me today. Yeah, you know, for my health and my peace of mind. And then like I'll get to work and you know move around for the day. But like mostly my moments are like really just sitting still mm. and like really just like yeah. taking time you know from myself throughout important. the day because yeah. it's like I, you know I do a lot of running around I do a yeah. lot of like driving around I, I make sure that people are where they need to be yeah. like that's my priority and like making sure that like their things are taken care of yeah. so for me it's just like yeah just like sit at home bro like just yeah. Don't even only get in your car to go to the store to get something to eat and come back for yourself. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, like just yeah. sit at the crib, watch your favorite movies, you know, listen to your favorite music or podcast yeah. or like you know. I really pride myself in like health, so I just stretch. Yeah. I you know meditate in my room, do tai chi, yeah. like just give my own personal energy back. Yeah, that's that's just important, man. I, I didn't realize it till um, meditation. Like, yeah, really, like, and I got into yoga. Like, I lost. I want to say probably like two, three years ago. Like mm-hmm. I was like 275, 280. You yeah. know? I lost like 100 pounds. Fire. And, and I was just like, I was got real bad, like stressed out, like overworking myself, mm-hmm. doing, just overextending myself. It and happened. I, yeah, and at the time, you know, I got a family. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not giving, I'm still not giving enough. So I had to really shut everything down, man. And I really got into... Uh, Funny story, right? I mm-hmm. had this membership at Gold, so like you know how they have like, little classes and shit. Yeah. And so I went. This was like early in the morning, man. Ain't nothing in there but like old white ladies and shit. I went to the yoga class. I'm like, oh, I hear all this shit. I went, started doing yoga, 
And uh, just that little space, like if you go to the little classes, they do like that little five, 10 minute cool down at the end. And so to be able after the stretching and all that and to be able to relax my mind, yeah. like that is the probably the clearest I've ever been after that. And so I, I continue to do that. And that happened to turn into, like I said, working out. I, used to, I started running a couple miles every morning mm-hmm. and just doing that, getting that ritual and maintaining that meditation, the level of productivity in my own life mm-hmm. went just jumped up skyrocketed bro it's man. real cause like even with like now so like I work out every morning and like just because of you know COVID and how that happened and being able yeah. to stay home like I thoroughly enjoy working out in the contents of my own space you yeah know? like I, I used to love excuse me I used to love going to the gym and like yeah. I used to like I mean not Tashi I used to like do Muay Thai boxing Out in Antioch Oh okay And like It was cool But then when everything Shut down Like I really enjoyed Just being in my own space And like working at home So like We built our own gym Out in the back And like Every morning I go out Do my own workouts Do everything Cause like I went to school For health science Physical therapy So like That's my background And I'll do that And then I had homies That were hitting me up And they was like Hey bro I've been seeing you Working out Like I'm gonna come out there And jump rope king yeah. This guy Jump yeah. rope king This Bruh. guy man. And so the jump rope That came into play Because of my car accident And my yeah. ankle So I was like I need to get my ankle strength back And so I started jump roping To like mm-hmm. Get my ankle mobility And strength back yeah. And like So I can be able to stand On my right ankle by itself So I started doing Five minutes of jump rope Ten minutes And now it's thirty minutes a day yeah. And now I got homies That are like Hey I'm gonna come work out with you Because I've been seeing you Get it in Like yeah. You know I don't wanna go as crazy as you I'd be like bro Don't be like afraid of my workout because that's tailored to me you yeah. know but it's like if you tell me what you're trying to work on i can tailor a workout for you yeah. and we can still throw in some stuff and they be like bet so i got homies that pull up and so i'll ask them before we start all right what are you trying to work out and they'll be like oh i want to do some chest or i want to do core or like i just want to wake up and i'll be yeah. like all right bet we'll do some of that and then we'll do you know five minutes of like 10 minutes of boxing yeah. so like I always start off at five minutes of jump rope just to wake them up yeah and so Afterwards, after everybody works out, I'll do Tai Chi. And so we'll sit and we'll like stretch, do all the motions, breathing. And at the end, I'll ask them, I'll be like, bro, how y'all feel? And they'll be like, I feel like I can take on the world. Yeah. You know, and it's only an hour, hour and a half of working out in the morning. But they'll be like, I feel so at ease that I feel like I can go and be so productive for the rest of the day. And I've had homies that have told me after working out, they'll be like, bro, I was at work and I was doing breathing exercises. That you taught me that morning, like yeah. to decompress at that moment, and it's helped so much better. And I'll oh. be like, see, it's like little things like that, like those seeds and planting. It's just like, yeah, bro, like your own personal health, like your own personal mental health so is so important. important. So important, and it's so important how you start your day because like so many people go to work out and they just work out to get anger out. Yeah, and so at the end they're just depleted of anger and just feel exhausted. Yeah, but then like if you're working out and then you come back and like gain your breathing, gain your center of consciousness, and be like. Okay, I just exerted energy, but now I gained it, it back. Yeah, what am I gonna go do with it? Yeah, what well, I'm gonna, how I'm gonna use it? I'm gonna have to come work out with you, bro, bro. Like, for sure. Because like that, that's what. And after doing all that running and stuff, that's what really it was just a 
a moment of clarity for me. Like right, I got into the yoga and then the running in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's just something about that that runner's high. They talk about it is like, it's meditation. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, and it's it just something about it. Like afterwards, I'm like, all right, bro, let's go do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And like that that moment. So yeah, I'm gonna have to pull up on you, man, and really and really get that in because like that's so anybody listening, you know what I'm saying? He taking he do workout classes on Mondays. And when, hey, you tell me. <laughs> hey, what tap, days, tap, tap, tap in. Tap in with tell him, me man. what days work for you, bro. First session yeah. free and twenty five bucks. You feel hey, me? yeah, for sure. Come it's tap easy. in with all him, man. tailored to you. We out. We out. You know, Black City Fitness, real squad shit. Hey, for real, make that <laughs> shit happen, brother. They doing everything. You know what I'm saying? And nah, that's, for real. And we, that's that's important though. And that's important. We coming. We coming with the whole package. Whatever you're trying to do, like business, we yeah. gonna get it done. And that's so important for artists, bro. Like, like it's. I can't even bring words to it Like the ability to hold yourself accountable to yourself mm-hmm. Like as an artist And to be able to rebuild Like that It's on brand You know what I'm saying I don't know That's on brand with whatever y- Everything that y'all doing As far as with the music And working with these artists Because it's one thing as an artist Especially online nowadays Bro you, you get caught up And everybody want to You know drink Yo, Go have your fun But at the same time You gotta that's your that's your temple. You gotta right. be able to take take care of yourself at the same time. We'll have fun and, and do that with yourself. Man. I love this shit because like I know everything that I've been learning leading up to this point has like prepared me for it. You know, yeah. Like I went to school originally for physical therapy, like health science, yeah. and like I wanted to go do physical therapy for extreme sports. But I marched in the band for TSU. Oh, so yeah, like wild. I've always been around musically inclined people. Yeah. And I used to just host spoken word events and like do things and like I was always around creative people. Yeah. So like working in music management and then still being able to like train people yeah. and still able like train my friends and like get them get into health and like get bit by the health bug and like yeah. really take care of their bodies. And like whenever they're injured or like hurt with anything, it's like, all right, cool. Like here, I got a massage gun. I got resistance bands. I got yeah. the foam rollers. I'm gonna get you like, back. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, gonna get you back. Yeah. What hurts? All right, cool. You know, like rehabbing them back. Yeah. So like for me, it's like okay, bet I might not be doing it in the medical field, but yeah. like I'm still doing it for the betterment of my people and yeah. my like immediate circle. That's All the it. knowledge is still here, and it's like I can still do this music shit. I love supporting my friends. Yeah. I love. Seeing them grow in their art because, like, that's all I want. Yeah. And I also just like love being there for those like creation moments, you know? Yeah. My other two homies, coaches, they hate being in the studio. Well, Whoop <laughs> likes it. Mike yeah. hates being in the studio. But, like, I love being in the studio because I love being there and, like, seeing my friends come up with an idea and, like, execute it. Man. You know, it may take a minute, but, like, we gonna get it done And they gonna execute oh, it That's the And fun. then like When it's like project time I love project time Man. That's my favorite fucking thing it's, 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 it's a It takes a certain That's my favorite part too Like as right. far as being in the studio That's one thing I would say I hate about I'm, I miss about being an artist Just being because being being an artist, being around it, and working with other artists, I find myself drifting to more just being that guy in the session. Like, hey, yo, you know, I guess what they call executive producing type of deal, like right. that orchestrating kind of a role. I love it. Like it's that like, shit is fun. It's bro. that, and like I don't even say much in the studio. Like I just sit back and I listen, and like I'll say a couple of things here and there. But like for me, it's really just like sitting back and seeing like Rose No Road sessions, Brown's Journey sessions, like. Really watching them get these ideas out of yeah. their head that have been like bothering them for so time, and like being able to convey their words and like yeah. create these things is like, oh my god! Like yeah. you're watching alchemy, like you're watching yeah. real deal magic in front of you, and all you can do is like applaud it. So like when people be like, oh, we need new music, or it's like, bro, you gotta allow people to take their time with it because they're giving their all in it, they're giving yeah. you all their soul. 
So like Rose No Road Session, seeing how he was putting things together and like getting things from his mind and putting them out there and like Brown, all the trials and tribulations he went to to come up with Journey and like it resonates with people. Like those are my favorite things. It's like I love seeing that and then I love seeing people like give them their flowers for their works of art because it's like, bruh, they do great things. Yeah. Like just like, I don't know. Um, this is where I go crazy. I just be talking about my friends. No, no, it's good because like to be able to watch watch it come to life. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like it's like uh uh because I, I had to do uh, I had wrist surgery and shit, so I got into like planting and stuff, right? Mm. So me and my daughter, we and my, my wife, we had like uh we did we had some sunflowers, some some peppers, you know, Shout tomatoes, out sunflowers. Yo, sunflowers are the best, and that's they I'll are. tell you more about that off off mic. But yeah, mm-hmm. just making the sunflowers and uh like that to be able to see them. From just a little seed, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to see it blossom and turn into, you know, it'll start budding, and then mm-hmm. you see it blossom as whatever it is, whether it be tomatoes, and you starting to produce something from it. I feel like that—that's that feeling you get in the mm-hmm. studio, seeing your friends take these little ideas that's been bothering them and being in their head, and bringing them to life and seeing them grow throughout the whole process. Like that—that that is so, 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 so important. So you in the studio all the time. With everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So, what are some things that you do to relax whenever it's time to unwind and and, and really chill? I know you got your time, you know, whenever you're in, in your room, you mm-hmm. know, you check, you take them days to yourself. But after the studio, you know, when it's, the day's finally over, you know, mm-hmm. hit all the sessions, then done with you, what you do. Yeah. What are some things that you do to relax and unwind? Um. Shoot. You mean like? Just in general? Yeah, just in general. Just in general. Because I feel like it's important, especially after the day for myself. Like, yeah. after the day's over, I've done, checked all the stuff off my list that I possibly can. Because sometimes yeah. I don't get to everything. I got to go home and really unplug. So I go sit on the back porch. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. And, and yeah. you know what I mean? And get myself ready to get in that cool down time, you know? Um, shoot. So, like, the day's over and dropped everybody off or everybody done for the day. Um, you know, um, Either like I'll sit out probably like on our front porch. Like if it's a nice day, I'll probably either sit on our front porch or I'll open our garage if nobody's in the studio in our garage and I'll just sit in our driveway and like smoke and play music. But then like if I don't want to move around too much, I'll be back in my room because like I don't go out to clubs. I don't go out to bars like that. Like I'm if I'm out at a function, it's because it's for like work or an event or like. The homies just wanted to get out and like really chill, you know. Yeah, like I'm same. supporting a homies event, but like anything like relaxing, nah, bro. I'm at the crib. Yeah. Sometimes playing video games, depending on what the game is. Really, just having music on in the background. Yeah. And just really smoking, relaxing. Relax. Yeah, and really just you know sitting to myself. Yeah. You know, um, reading some books. You know. And that's cool that's And that's perfect You know Cause that, that brought me So at the end of the show Right mm-hmm. I asked all my guests questions And you tapped it on the head So yeah. This first question Is What What is your favorite book And or movie That still inspires you That, that whenever uh, you need inspiration Like what is that book Or that movie That you go to To get that source of inspiration Um The Alchemist mm, That's one of my favorite Favorite um, Favorite books man The Alchemist um, another one is The Tao of Wu by RZA is one of my favorite books. Bro, it's really great because it's, it's RZA telling you the story of like 
how the Wu-Tang came together Yeah And then also like his own like personal beliefs he's lived throughout life And like what mm-hmm. the meaning of the Wu-Tang is And like Chinese philosophies mixed with like hood yeah. philosophy So it's yeah. kind of like African like African American culture and Chinese culture like all together mixed together one. yeah so it's like really nice on like spiritualism and like yeah like you know health peace and mind of self and like all that but also still how Wu Tang was created the principles they live on yeah. and things like that so like I like reading those books for inspirations because like what we're doing and like what Wu Tang is doing it kind of like resembles itself yeah. so like I'm a huge Wu Tang fan so like that I always push that whenever I be like okay cool. Alright, I know why yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. And then Alchemist is great because it just has really like tidbits of yeah. just like personal journeys yeah. and realizing that like you have to go through some things to you get, know come to get out. where yeah, to yeah. get where you want to go, man. And that's um, I have to I might have to look that one up though. Uh yeah, so those two I just got um my mom sends me books sometimes to read oh, that's you know, dope. like like black literature. Yeah. Um she's always had me when I was in school, she used to have me doing book reports in the summer. Like, that's like, I'm thinking about having my little girl do yeah, stuff like that. My mom, yeah. she would have me, she'd have me do three book reports, two books she would pick, and one book I would pick. Mm. And so she would have me, you know, she'd create a whole little document, yeah. print it out like two pages, two or three pages, and like I'd have to fill out book reports, do a summary on the book, what yeah. I liked, all that. And you know, that just got me into reading and really enjoying it. So she'll send me books sometimes, and then other ones are what I find and things I like. I just got one, it's on, it's, um, Nipsey's biography. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's not done by the family. It's it's the one done by um the guy that did uh Yeah. That one. I can't yeah. think of, I can't think of the note, but I know Robert Kenner, about. but yeah, he yeah. he was a vibe writer and he did it so like I opened the first page to read it and then like I closed it cuz it was just like it was still kind of hard and yeah. it started off with Lauren London and I was like I can't do that right now. Yeah. So, I have that book and then my mom sent me the last one she sent me was like 400 years of african-american history Mm. and it's like our history from like the very very beginning of like coming over here for slavery like even the years that weren't accounted for to like current day so like that's just like allows me to stay prevalent and like realize who i am as you know a black male in america my favorite movie that like gives me um Inspiration, bro. I'm like, I'm a huge mafia rat. Like, yeah, I love sure. mafia movies, family movies like that. Um, shoot, I'll be, I'll watch the Goodfellas sometimes and like yeah. just throw that on. Or, um, I know everybody says The Godfather, but it's really like Goodfellas are like, um, a lot of heist movies. So, like, yeah. Ocean 11, yeah. 12, I'll throw those on. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's, that's a great movie. One of, that's like that's a great movie. My dad. That was my dad's favorite movie, so I get that from him. Um, what's another movie? Bueller. Yeah. Like, what's another movie? Oh, um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I'll throw that on because that just like gets me hype. Yeah. And uh, foo. What's one more? What was it? One more. One yeah. What's another movie that I just I love watching? Um. Come on, come on, come on. There's so many that's going through my head right now, but I just... I said Oceans. I said... Mm, I know everybody says Kill Bill. 
So yeah. It's not really like inspiration. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I rewatched it the other day just because I, I just got it to HBO and mm-hmm. they all on there. Yeah. I just rewatched it the other day. I was like, damn, this is a good fucking movie. Nah, man. Kill Bill is a great movie. But I don't know. Quentin, he does his thing, man. Huh. What's a movie that I love for inspiration? Said all of, oh, um, damn it. I had that shit and I can't like lose it. Fuck it. It's gonna bother me so much, but fuck it. Cause I can't. You gonna call me later on? Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah, it's calling a blank right now. Fuck it. Edit it in there. Yeah. But right. not, it's all good. We'll come back to it. Okay, we'll, I'll bet. give you some time to come back to it. All right. The next question What are some notes and tips you've received in your past that you still keep and use today? Um, like I said, my uncle, somebody might know me, so make sure it's for good reason. Like somebody might, you know, your last name is important, so yeah, make sure whenever somebody speaks on you is for good reason. Um, it's either two things, you know, you either late or you early. No such thing as being on time. Um, again, from my uncle, um, who bought sense. It's from my mom. Like, the only thing in life that you're going to pay for is bought sense. And that's just, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to learn some lessons the hard way. Yeah. And they're going to beat you upside the head and you have to pay for them. And you're going to have Damn, to understand. Yeah, you're going to have to understand when it keeps occurring, why you have to pay for them until you learn that lesson. Yeah. So that's from my mom. Um, you know, from my grandmother. I'm really family oriented. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. from my grandmother before she passed, it was, you know, your angels always got your back. And she's been one of my angels. Um don't tread lightly with them. Yeah. They're always watching you. So yeah. that's that's from her. And I think another one, um is And that was heavy them grandmama gems. Yeah, right? then grandma bro, she yeah. used to like my grandmother, she was She's the reason why I'm into music heavily because she was like my choir. She was my choir director and Sunday school teacher, mm, and okay. so like she's why I'm into music so hard. So like when we used to live with her, we would be at church all the time, yeah. and so early in the morning Sunday school, and then after that changing in the garbs and being mm. in the choir, yeah. and she was directing and singing, and then I was always oh you Willie's baby like yeah you the little baby in the choir yeah. So, whenever we pulled up to her house, she'd always be on the phone, and we'd always be like, "She's gossiping." Yeah. But like, nah, she had a phone ministry, and she was always on the phone talking to her people. Like, yeah. and so like, she called them her little sparrows. So like, she was always saying that like, "Nah, I'm just feeding my little sparrows, feeding you know, yeah. feeding them soul and giving them what it was." Yeah. So like, that's why I've always been very, very into like feeding into other people. Cause, yeah. Like, she taught me that like be a giver yeah and so like i got a little sparrow on my neck for her all that music note and so she's the reason why i'm like really she gave yeah. me that spark and so that's uh, heavy they hit me they hit me in a, a special spot man my, mm-hmm. my, my grandmother just passed but like it was the same that same that same energy you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying she's the reason why i'm honestly even doing this podcast you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like you really gotta you really gotta speak life into people she taught me that like what you 
really what you pour into people, even if they're not accepting of it. Mm-hmm. it they'll come back to it if it if it's something good and it's something genuine. It's gonna stick to them, and exactly. so that's that's the whole really reason by this note to self and really putting that putting that out there. And, and when you said that about the angels, like she earlier as a kid, you know, she always told me like, yeah, there's, there's people always watching. She was the first person that ever told me you ain't got to get on your knees to talk to God. Mm-mm. You ain't got to get on your God always with you, and you know that whatever you believe in your denomination, whatever mm-hmm. like that that spirit, them them angels, though those they always there with you. You know what I'm saying? Your ancestors, they there with you. Mm-hmm. And so she was the first person to really instill that in me. So that yeah, that, that you know when we because like I only tell time and angel numbers because that's the only time I ever see what time it is. But mm-hmm. like um, you know, we were talking about okay, we're really on about being time. You know, yeah. you're working on time management, and I'm just like I'm a stickler for time. That's yeah. my niggas hate me for it, but <laughs> they started to learn. They be like, nah, Kazi is about being on time. Yeah, but like. We got here, it was 11, but we actually got inside the space and sat down, and it was 11 11. That's it. You know, and That's I was it. just like, 11 11. Every single time I see it, a number, I do my little prayer and I sing it, you know, yeah. kiss it up to God. Yo, same here. Same yeah, here. So Four, like, 444, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's, you know, the threes. And that's, um, yeah, that's that's just dope. That's dope. That's, that's super dope, man. So, like, that that's important. And so, last question, right? Mm-hmm. What is something new that you know about yourself? Now that you didn't know five years ago, that last one's always a stomper. Isn't it? it is because <laughs> it's like it's so much personal growth that it's like, what's the one that sticks out the most to you? Yeah. Like, um, I'd have to say, like, I'm very, I'm very passive aggressive. I guess it's like it's very underlying passive yeah. aggressive. And a lot of my friends will like attest to it. They'll be like, Kazi is the most like calm, relaxed, aggressive person ever, you know? And so <laughs> I guess. That's <laughs> oh, great. You're yeah. great. Hey, hey, it ties in with being a manager, yeah. right? Because you got to, dealing with people, you got to, you got to have a way to let yourself be known, but at the same time, not, you know, hey, not yeah. you. Yeah. That's so dope. I guess, that's dope. I, I guess what it is is like just learning to control and like express yourself in like different yeah. ways and like growing up not as a single you know not as yeah. a single kid with my mom but like I have a younger sister and like I have older relatives but like really learning how to like express yourself in a way that is just like it's not always about you yeah. it's not and it's like you have to learn to sometimes express yourself when you're Uncomfortable And sometimes Express yourself yeah. When you feel like You're being used Or like You're yeah. being overtaken of It's like Just speaking up And like standing in yourself yeah. And so I know for myself I just learned to like If I don't feel up to it Just be like Hey nah I can't do that today You know Like yeah. really take yeah. time for myself And like not overextending myself But like Not also getting to the point Where like I am like Um Resisting yeah, against yeah, somebody yeah. because I'm overextending myself. You know, it's like, nah, yeah. don't be that person because you put yourself in this situation. You yeah, know? Like, find that balance between yeah, that. Yeah, find your balance, yeah. understand the limit. And so, like, I'd have to say that. And then also, I have to say, like, um, I'm just, I'm just a good ass person. Yeah. But everybody isn't a good ass person. So, like, Man, say that again. Yeah. Bro. So I've also had to learn that, like, sometimes you can. Be a great person to somebody else And they won't ex- extend that same thing back to you And sometimes yeah. you just have to take that But you also have to learn to like Guard your energy 
yeah. and like really test that like not everybody needs to be around you at all the time only certain people so like my circle of friends is like very small but I know a lot of people yeah. but my circle of friends that like actually call me Justin yeah. that like actually know my first name and like fuck with me and like talk to my mama and yeah. like really know what I got going on in real life like those are the people that I hold close to me and like I can actually be myself around yeah, yeah. but like Causey that whole whatever fucking persona that is yeah. which is really just me and people only know me that's like that's where I just be like oh no like I appreciate you like thank you yeah. but like what are you trying to get from like what do you need yeah, yeah. what do you need cause yeah. like clearly you see something yeah. you know so like I've had to learn that and like how to maneuver through that and also just like yeah bro like keep to yourself do what you gotta do be out do your thing but then know what home is know what peace yeah. is know what that is yeah. so like I be very just like I'm a very observ- like observational person so I yeah. just be sitting back just watching I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch you do what you do and then you know what I'm saying play that and let you be yourself That's, no most definitely yeah it's something my granddad always taught me you know what I'm saying you can't be mad at nobody for being themselves, no matter who they are Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying so they'll, they'll show you who they are but you can't be mad at them you can't you can't you can't criticize them or demonize them for being who they are. Just know who they are and, and treat them as such. You, you know? gotta watch, bro. You gotta watch because like everybody has a motive for something. You know, Big like facts. for some reason somebody's doing what they're doing. Like they might not tell you what it is, but like you'll see it if you just pay attention. And my only motive in life is to fucking be a great person Damn. and like lift people up. Because Yo, that's why not? Like, right, for we real. have enough shit going on in this world. Why not have somebody that's like always behind you? One hundred percent. Any one of my friends can call me. Like, and people know that too, because like they can call me. I'm pull up. Like, people have called me to pull up King because like <laughs> if you need me, I'm there. Yeah, like yeah. it don't matter. Whatever yeah. the question is, I'm pulling up because I never want somebody to feel like they can't count on me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah I told things it's like I know, I even know even my own personal homies. I'll be like, bro, I'm not calling you. When I'm in any dire need, because I've done it and I've never got an answer. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna come yeah. through. Yeah, it's nothing personal. Like, it's just like, yeah. yeah, it's like, bro, nah, I love you. But I'm, I'm still gonna call, but I know you're not gonna answer just yeah. so I can say, I called. I called you. You yeah. gonna see where I called yeah. you at 11:53? Yeah, like you don't see that. But, but nah, nah, yeah, I'm, that's it. I've always been a person that's like, nah, bro, you hit my line and I've, I'm available. I'm yeah, there. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. whatever live. you need. That's live. A lot of commonality right there, man. I got voted. I don't even know. I got voted most dependable in high school. Didn't really? even yeah. Didn't even know like. But that's always been the type of person I am. I'm, I'm a come through if I can but at the same time it's a thin line between that you got I got to the point where I was coming through too much but at the same time you had to learn how to be like nah bro I'm cool on that like I, I ain't what I got voted I, in high school I ain't that guy you know what I'm saying for, for all that but I'll do what I can when I can do it I forgot what I got voted in high school but now that like I do, do the shit now I see yeah. the similarities like the shit I used to do in high school cause yeah. like me and my friends we were like the only black kids at a white school Yeah. so it was like um, we would just fucking throw parties because like we were the only black kids and like yeah. they would DJ and I would like party promote. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's it. Now look know? at you. Now you managing. Yeah, that's right. right. It, it was the same. Some, it was some funny ass shit. It was. I'd be looking back. I'd be like, bro, we used to really walk around school passing out flyers for a week. Yeah, for a, a show on Friday night just to have fun. And yeah, like yeah, we all did, really did that shit. And now those two homies like. One of my my homie Travis is like he used to do audio engineering for U Hall, uh, okay. U Street Music Hall, oh, okay, in yeah, DC, yeah, yeah. and now he just works on motorcycles and a like uh, motorbike garage. And then my other homie Trent, they're twins. He does um, 
photography now. So he's oh, that's been going dope. around and doing photography. Yeah, he just got printed. His photos just got printed in a magazine, and he was just in a gallery. So oh like, shit! Yo, shout out yeah. to him, though. That's live. Then my boys live. right there. That's live. Are you? Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I came here to march in the band at TSU and stayed. Yo, that's live. Y'all hear that story so much. People like come down here and then they don't leave. Man. Yeah, bro. that's great. Man, welcome to Tennessee, man. We love you. It's been slick. Eleven years and niggas been fucking with me, bro. Hey. It's like this is the community. This is the home, bro. Yeah, I love this. And I love the city. It's all family down here. And that's live, bro. I, I appreciate you coming in and sharing the space with, with me, man. For I sure, appreciate for you sure, having like, me. It's, it's dope and it's cool. All oh, to harp on back what you said earlier about like, yeah. being a good person. So like me, uh. I have three three have tos in life, right? Mm-hmm. The first one, I gotta be a great father, great husband, right? The second one is be a great person, and the third is I have to create shit. So like that, those are my those three have tos in my life. Well, I ain't got to the first one, yeah. So I'm <laughs> with you on the yeah. Take hey, your time. <laughs> I'm with you on the last two. Great person and yeah. create shit. I'm with that. All yeah, the way. and that's and that's kind of that's how I live my life by. And then even like I was telling you earlier, you know what I mean? Like love, learn, and motivate. Like that's all I. I feel like that's my purpose in this world. It's, hey. it's to love, learn, and motivate people to do the same shit. That's how I am. Personally motivate. Hey. Shout hey. out Nip. Hey, big shout out to the Nip man. And like, and that's it, man. So anything else you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Uh, man, it's crazy because I always be in the shadows. So like, when people <laughs> want me to talk, it's just on some wild shit. Yeah. So. So, um, nah, bro, I'm I'm honored to be here. Uh, you can follow me on all social medias at Cause and Effect, C A U Z, capital N E F F E C T. Uh, you can follow all the gang through that. Just keep your eyes out because we got a lot on the way, a lot of shows on the way. Um, show for show. Yeah, man. Be a good person, keep growing, and just live your life, man. Every day is a new day to learn something. And that's it. Hey, that's it, man. So, yo, it's your boy Darius Ravar. Signing out And remember You cannot pour From an empty glass man So be sure to keep yourself full And uh, this has been Another note to self Peace Bye Note to self Note to self Note to self